The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Day two in sunny but not too sunny Los Angeles, California. And we are joined by special guest Michael Knowles. Yeah. Here at the Daily Wire. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Most abused man here. <laughs> that is true. That is, I think that's my job here is just is to take abuse. <laughs> yeah, I think it, is. it is really funny, though. <laughs> well, as long as it's funny. The problem is they mean it. Yeah, right, yeah. It's only funny when you're really serious. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, top story. Uh, top story, um, I mean, who hasn't wondered what the president's genitals look like? Uh, me? Okay, me too. Yeah. But we have that news, and I think that is newsworthy. That, that is the news and why it matters. Uh, okay. I, I actually have a good reason why it matters. Okay, still. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, <laughs> to each his own. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I, actually, that's a curveball, though. I thought you were going to go to uh, Kavanaugh, um, but I'll do, I'll do tariffs. Uh, Tariffageddon in full effect. So we'll uh, talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I do want to talk about Kavanaugh later in yeah, the show. Yeah, we've got to do Kavanaugh. Yeah, and Michael. I've got some great news out of Venezuela. You know, the economy was looking very bad. People were really poor. The good news is they raised the minimum wage. So I'm oh, sure wow. everything worked oh, out just fine. Oh, wow, great. Right. That's fantastic. Good. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to talk about that. Uh, all right, so obviously a lot to get into, but first want to thank our sponsor, Brickhouse. So we have had a bunch of different products that we've tried uh, from dawn to dusk. I know Stu is very familiar with. I recently started using it, especially while we're out here in LA. This time difference oh, is just- the worst. I can't handle it. I feel like I haven't slept in three months. Yeah, I know. The time I look difference like is- like it too. <laughs> No, the, the, longer than longer than that. Okay. The time difference there. is killing me, uh, and from dawn to dusk has really been working for that. They've also got Field of Greens, which uh, for me I like it because it gives you the fruits and vegetables. It's very healthy. It's got um, organic fruits and vegetables, and it's actually the fruit and vegetable, not just a you know an extract. Uh, for them, it's good because it actually tastes good because they don't care about the health aspect of it. Yeah. No, and I don't I don't eat my greens. I don't want to eat my greens, and I'm, I want my wife to stop telling me and my son, eat your greens. No. Well, but this is the good way to do it. That's, why, that's it, how it's why it exists, yeah. right? Because they know people happy, don't want to Happy do it. wife, happy life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you can go to Brickhouse Blaze and use promo code GREENS for 15% off your first order. And you can also text it. Uh, you can text the word GREENS to 41411. I know we want to get to the genitals of the president, <laughs> but I have to ask you a question. Do we? Well, no one else uh, seems to want to get there. I'm just it seems to be a you thing. What America is thinking. <laughs> so here's even the thing. Stormy Daniels didn't want to see them. Okay, so here's the. <laughs> she wanted to see everyone. That was her job for like 20 years. <laughs> even she's complaining about it. Right. So now, here's, so now, here's now yeah, yeah. <laughs> well after the fact. Aren't these the greatest? <laughs> I don't, let's stop. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> We've taken a really sharp downturn. Uh, there's the why, but I'll get to that here in a second. You just said you can't take the time difference. What time are you rolling out of bed? Eight, ten? What time are you rolling out of bed? No! What time? Well, first of all, the alarm clock goes uh, off at like four. Why? Because there there's are other people in the house who have to be. Oh, not your alarm clock. Well, like my alarm clock. <laughs> That's to remind you so to we're, sleep another four hours. Yeah. So I can't. I can't go back to sleep after. Oh that. my oh, gosh! While sad. we're at work, you're still tossing and turning. Oh, I'm actually feel, listening to you I every feel day. Bad for you, now but I'm, really I, I'm not going to anymore. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. So the uh, Stormy Daniels writes a book uh, about the president's genitals. 
Hmm. And describes hmm. them, and I'm not going to describe them. But, thank you, because I actually was going to make it a point not to say don't, what don't, she said. Uh, yeah. I'm actually going to have surgery to remove my mind's <laughs> eye so that I can unread what I read. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, we some need things that you sunshine. can't unsee, and <laughs> even if you didn't see this one, you you did mm-hmm. if you read this guy. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just want to point out, do you remember the time not too long ago when... MTV asked Bill Clinton, boxers or briefs, and it was mm. a, a scandal. Mm. How could you possibly ask the president it, what kind of underwear he wears, okay? Yeah. We're, now, we're now sharing doodles of the president's doodle, and we're <laughs> fine with it. Our president <laughs> has become Michael Jackson. <laughs> Where we're to where I can identify in the lineup, yes, that's his penis. <laughs> that's, the oh, one. that's really, we've come a long way, baby. I just want to make a mental note. I can no longer play Mario. I can no longer eat <laughs> cheese doodles. This is yeah. really my whole yeah, right. <laughs> childhood is going away. Oh, it's not good. I ju- to me, it was, it was very sick to see the level of satisfaction that the left had uh, upon hearing this. I'm just like, uh, what, what does yeah. this prove? What good does this do? How is this furthering? What it cause humiliates. do you have that this is furthering it humiliates, right now? It humiliates him. But where does that get us? I mean, nowhere. I and actually, I get it that it humiliates him. I love the story because it means that Stormy Daniels is the Democrat spokeswoman. <laughs> she, is, she is the yeah. face of that movement of that party. And if that's all they're going to talk about, that's fine by me. I, meanwhile, we'll get a little tax reform. We'll get some judges. They seem so obsessed with sex. And I, I, I'd actually be curious to hear your thoughts because I know you know a lot about the founding era. Have we? Was it always this way? Were oh, we yeah. always? It was all. We were always talking about sex. Oh no, not 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 just sex. We we were, you know, um, uh, Thomas Jefferson in the second presidential election was it second or third? Third. Uh, Thomas Jefferson called John Adams a uh, hermaphrodite. <laughs> Uh, that had neither the gentleness of a woman or a f- or the firmness of a man. Uh, Adams responded back to Jefferson and said, "Your children, if you vote for Jefferson, your children will be raped, um, and there will be heads of your daughters on pikes down every street." That's so it's that's pretty strong. It's it's yeah. always been this way. I remember hearing John Adams said about Alexander Hamilton that there were not enough whores in Philadelphia to contain his secretions. <laughs> it was a letter from the wow. second president of the United States. I love States. it. Wow. I love it. So, you know, they weren't ex- they weren't exactly, you know, describing the president's genitals. Mm, nobody right. would have nobody would have done that on Washington. <laughs> That's true. No, he's calling him a hermaphrodite. Is you're kind of no on Washington. Oh, on Washington. Washington mm-hmm. was a woman, as we all know now. Yes, obviously, <laughs> he was okay. not really a man. Can we just? I mean, is there really men and women? I mean, that's mm. just a social construct. You're right. Really. You're exactly There's right. Not... You're exactly Thank you. Right. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, Thank somebody you. has said it. You're welcome. I was very interested on in how you're going to get to the why it matters part of that particular story, and I think you pulled it off. I, I, did. I was a surprise. <laughs> Look, I haven't done this for forty years. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I learned a few tricks. Uh, it's, I, the only thing, I mean, 
you know, I honestly don't think this matters. I mean, who, who on earth cares what Stormy Daniels says about anything, right? The, the only person I can think of in the entire world who might care what Stormy Daniels thinks of is Melania. Yeah. And if, if her description is accurate, um, God, I don't want to know if it is, but you have to think if she hears that and it is the way she's thought it, maybe she's been having some Mario Kart uh, oh my gosh. comparisons don't, as well. Don't. If that's true, she, it's going to confirm some story, which I don't know. She I kind of feel like know. she already probably knows yeah. about this stuff went on so seriously let's forget about the you know the payoff and all of that stuff is there anybody that seriously doubts that donald trump did this uh, well, the only reason I don't doubt it is because he's bragged about this for decades <laughs> with other right. women. That's the only thing you have? That's all I've got. Other than that. This is like the Bob Woodward book. Everybody, you read the Bob Woodward book and you're like, yeah, that's probably him, yep. <laughs> and the same thing with Stormy Daniels. This is just, this is, this is just grotesque mm -hmm. that we are, that we're interested somehow or another. You know, if there were new information being conveyed, then perhaps there's some value to it. There's no new information being conveyed by any of these allegations. Well, <laughs> well there's we a little didn't bit know the there's a little. We didn't know the video game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there are new horrors being conveyed <laughs> oh into my, my mind. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and move along to tariffs. Yeah. Seems like uh, a good idea. Probably, probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, there's uh, we've said a lot, a, a lot of positive things about Trump's presidency. I think there's been a lot of things that we've liked, a lot of things that surprised me going in, and I was not expecting on the on the good side. Um, and you mentioned Woodward's book. Uh, this is the one thing that is just to me the worst aspect of his presidency, policy-wise, is is what he's doing with trade. I don't understand it. Um, you know, people keep saying, well, it's a, it's a negotiation. If you believe anything in the Woodward book, the whole, almost the entire book is about how much he hates free trade and how much he loves protectionism. There's about three or four chapters that are complete just arguments with him and Cohn and other advisors uh, and all the stuff about pulling things off of his desk that all was around trade. Um, you know, and I, I, it's, it's one of those things where people keep saying, well, it's a negotiation, it's a negotiation tactic. But it's like, if I say, you know what, uh, I'm, gonna sh I'm gonna show my wife, she's gonna, sh I wanna make her jealous, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about you know, sleeping with another woman. Uh, and then uh, I sleep with the other woman like 14 times. It's no longer a negotiation. I'm just doing it, doing right? It. Like I've just done it. And now we're at, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars uh, in goods that we're putting tariffs on. And the estimate now is for 2019, uh, it will reverse one half of the tax policy. Mm. Half of it. There's just no reason for this. He loves, I mean, he, you know. He believes in this. He believes in it, and he really does. And, and to those who kind of criticize Trump for not having an ideological base, he's not a particularly ideological guy. But on this, he really is. And unfortunately, I think it's the, it's the worst policy he has. Uh, you know, the and, problem it, is, historically, A, it never works. But B, and I wish I could, I wish I had my iPad. I could probably Google this and find it. There is historically like a five or eight step pattern that happens before massive wars and empire collapse. Uh, and the last stage is trade war. Uh, and we've done, uh, I, I read this a couple of months ago, and you just check them off. You're like, oh my gosh, yep, that's 2008. That's that. That's this. There, You lose faith in the institutions. You uh, start doing all these other things, blah, 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 blah. We've done all of them. The last one was trade war. The next step is global war or uh, actual war. Yeah. For a second there, I thought that you were going to say something like 
catastrophist, you know, doom and gloom. So I'm really glad that you didn't go that route. Not with the Mario really Brothers around. At, le at least our president's button is bigger and it works, thank goodness, you know, if, yes. speaking of the previous news story. Um, the, the one hope I see in this story, though, is when he was negotiating with the European Union, he threw out this comment and said, well, I want to go down to zero tariffs. Yes. Maybe I'll go to zero. And you can never tell, I suppose it's a, a feature of the president's mind that you can never quite tell what's going on. Uh, but we, it could be a situation like uh, Reagan and Gorbachev saying, I'm going to build up peace through strength, weapons, weapons, weapons. I want to abolish nuclear weapons. You never quite know where that's going to be. That's the rosiest yeah. view of it. I don't know how likely it is. But. Yeah, it's tough. And it's, you know, because I, I think, you know, I think you're right. It's like, I would love, I want that to be true. When he said that in, in the negotiation, I was like, that's the thing. Let's all encourage him to do that. Do, do that one. Um, yeah. I really think he believes this one. I, I, I think this is the, the his longest held belief. He's been consistent through his different, oh, you know, his different party phases over his, his life since we've kind of come to the public eye in the 80s, he's been very consistent on this issue. And unfortunately, it's just an issue that doesn't work. I mean, we, ha there's, we have a couple, a graphic here of um, some of the past times this has been attempted with tariffs and how much, if you see kind of in that right column, how much each, uh, j uh, each job cost the United States. And the, the lowest one you'll find on there, I think, is $188,000 a job. It goes to well into the seven figures on some of the different tariffs throughout history. And there's, you know, there's, you know, a couple dozen of them, and all of them have uh, been extremely high cost. And then there's one uh, with uh, with steel as well. George Bush tried this in 2002. The blue line there is you is you see the amount of jobs lost in the in the industry supporting it. Um, and what you see uh, with the other ones is it did uh, cause a a little bit of a increase in price on steel, which protected those those specific steel jobs. But overall, you lose jobs anyway. And then after only about six months, those steel prices fell down anyway. It's just it's a policy that doesn't work. Do you think that all of his supporters who are, you know, they support the tariff policy, sometimes I feel like they don't understand how tariffs work, and then sometimes I feel like it's just because they're going to support everything he does. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who like who there's a there's a somewhat of a an emotional reaction to tariffs because like we're sticking it to somebody else. But, but, but it's right, because they don't understand right, yeah, that it's a it comes back to okay. us. So, so I think here's an, and I talk about this in in my new book, which has come out today. What? That crazy? All I forgot right. to even was it printed oh in China? Uh, no. Uh, so anyway, uh, well, actually, maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, the the problem is, is I asked the question. Um, you can tell if people get it or not on where the future is and what's coming our way with this with the answer to one question: which uh, which party will do the best at returning jobs to America? Mm. Which party? I mean, I am of the belief. I mean, to certain types of jobs are not really coming back to America, right? You? What? Yeah. Uh, is there a difference between growing jobs and returning jobs? Yeah. Because I don't see a lot of jobs coming back. Right. The answer is that. Yeah. They're not coming back. Yeah. And so when a politician says, oh, I want to bring these jobs back from China, no, you're not. The, the most jobs that have been lost in the last few years have been lost because automation. So when you have automation and robotics and AI on the horizon, you're not going to, this is not about jobs. And I think it makes people feel good to hear, well, China took our jobs and we're going to take them back. 
It's, but it's yeah. not true. You know, it's not true. And that's either way. Again, like with China, where they make, you know, one sixth of what we make, they're not going to come back here. They're going to go to next door India, where they make one half of what they make in China, or to Bangladesh, where they make one half of what they make in India. Those jobs are just going to keep moving along until you put on tariffs on everybody and everything's expensive. And while I would say normally it's a terrible idea to go through a bunch of trade stats after uh, your top, top story, I felt like it was actually an improvement where you went from genital talk from the president to get into nerdy trade stats. It's the first time anyone ever wanted to hear nerdy trade stats. So thank you for the lead. Yeah. So final thoughts, Michael, do you agree with Stu on tariffs? Well, it, this actually, the, the one aspect of the tariffs where I think the future might not be totally lost is that is that exact point, which is that people don't want to talk about nerdy trade stats. They don't understand the relation of tariffs to taxation, how the two are similar, where the differences lie, where the future is. People just want to talk about genitals. Yeah. And so I think even if people today say, I'm committed, I want tariffs across the board, I don't want to abolish tariffs, uh, tomorrow they'll say something different. Yeah, yeah. That, and that is, the, that is a, in some ways discouraging, but some ways encouraging. As soon as Trump that came was around... really discouraging. No, I mean, <laughs> that was like... I know. It's oh not gosh. a core belief for the American people, I yeah, think. I is, yeah. And then that's, uh, you know... But positive if you know someone can get it if this doesn't show improvement maybe trump will kind of bail on it i don't know uh as we go to break i just want to state emphatically i do not care about the president's genitals i care more did you say we had to do it to lead the show then glenn beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. Before we get into Venezuela solving their economic crisis. Oh, wow. Solid. Yes. want to make sure to thank our uh, sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Uh, I know Glenn has been working with My Patriot Supply for a very long time. I will not tell you, I will not confirm nor deny how much food I happen to have in storage. Because if somebody comes to my house when things break down, sorry, dude, too late. That's why I have shotguns. Okay? <laughs> but love each other, love your neighbor, blah, 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 blah. It's not obviously okay for us in that situation to come by because we're your friends. But I mean, yes. for, right. you're saying for no. others. You know what's funny is oh. I, have, I, I, have, I do have a year's worth of supplies for my family. And a couple of others. None of them include you guys. <laughs> Thank uh, but uh, yeah. wow, you're welcome, Michael. You're more than welcome. Do I obviously, oh, I yeah, dump yeah. It. Okay. I'm I'm half of the couple of others. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, so what's what's crazy is how many people are like, well, I know where I'm going. Things break down. I know where I'm going. No, have you seen my gun safe? You're <laughs> <laughs> not coming here. In all seriousness, though, there's you know, I mean, we've got hurricanes going on. Uh, you know, yeah. Ven- Venezuela ten years ago. It's true. Was us right? They yeah, were a completely we're different country. The you never know. Genitalia. The horseman it's, of the it's, apocalypse. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Yeah, it's it's emergency. time to get your emergency food kit. So order a two-week emergency food supply. Get this. It's $75. That's incredible. You're not going to find that anywhere else. 93 meals or something. Yeah, that's incredible. So uh, you can go to preparewithnews.com. That is preparewithnews.com. Venezuela. I got to tell you, my, my wife's gone for nine days. I'm going to have to order the emergency food supply just <laughs> yes. so I can live. You know, it's, it's cheaper normal. than eating out. Some, <laughs> some who will remain nameless have done that. <laughs> I don't know who, but some have. Well, you, you've seen the great news. Yes. You've seen it came out today. Venezuela was on the brink of collapse. People eating rats in the streets, starvation because of their tyrannical government. They fixed it. 
because the government raised the minimum wage. Oh, wow. They raised the minimum yes. wage. thousand percent, right? They, yeah, 3,500, I think. 3,500 percent. Yeah, 3, so now that they've raised the minimum wage, obviously it's a worker's paradise, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, that's what happened. Either that or 40 percent of businesses went out of business overnight. I forget, it was one of those two wow. things. 200% inflation since August. The Bolivar is down, I think, two-thirds in value. It is a total apocalypse. So did you see last night Maduro was out eating steaks? Mm. Yes. He ate, I believe the bill came to, this is, this is actually being reported, $275 steaks. That's not, that's not inflation adjusted. That's 275 real dollars. While his people are starving in the streets, half of his businesses are going out of business. The thing that strikes me about this, first of all, it shows us that there's only one real minimum wage, which is zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need a job. You don't need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also shows us being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. Do you remember for years they told us how wonderful Hugo Chavez was? Before Hugo Chavez, Venezuela was actually looking up. Things were looking on the up and up. Chavez comes in. Socialism comes in. Destroys that economy. No apologies. Sean Penn. No apologies. The, Michael Moore. Michael Moore. No. They. Uh, you know. Danny the, Glover. The, the American left has not it has not even apologized for the Soviet Union. <laughs> this has yeah. gone on for a very long time. But it just. Show, I wish that we could point to that. The next time Alexandria Occasional Cortex goes out. I stole that from Steve Hayward. But it's a. I love that line. The next time Ocasio-Cortez goes out and says, we need socialism, it's a wonderful thing. If we could just point to that and say, can't, can't you admit it? Can't yeah. you admit well, you were wrong? Yeah. We do point to that, and then they say, but that they did it the wrong way. Yeah, not, wrong. That, right. not that kind of socialism. Right. Mm-hmm. Our a, way will be better. It's such a strange time with this going on for the Democrats to embrace democratic socialism here. What an odd time to pick that one overtly. They've been doing it you know, uh, behind the scenes, I think, for a long time, but they're now admitting it, which is a strange time. But to your point of h- how long this was praised, we were just talking about this, uh, to go to the uh, documentary film Parks and Recreation. Um, <laughs> I, I was watching a, an old Parks and Rec uh, uh, episode and the Venezuelan delegation comes to visit them in Pawnee and they're their sister city and so they're the Parks and Recreation Department from uh, from Venezuela and they come and and you know there's like the comedy out of it is you know they're militaristic and they're kind of chauvinist and they say say inappropriate things but the part of it that was about America was the Venezuelans insulting the Americans and saying how much better their country was, how they never ran had a budget shortage, mm-hmm. how they had beautiful parks with monorails and all of these other things. And it was basically sh- embarrassing her because she had this, they go to show this uh, park and and uh, sh- and he says, oh, is this the, 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 um, dirt, the, the hole. dirt hole you're trying to make into a park? She's like, no, this is just a park. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we're here. Right, right. But like, this is the left's way in mm-hmm. culture, right? To say Venezuela is doing this great thing and we think so little of them. That's right. Um, and, this is just a few years ago. Now it, we fast forward, and the entire country is going broke. And yet again, they never have to. No, no, no it's sorry. not going broke. It's, it's far it's, from. It's already long, passed. Eating dogs yeah. and rats and zoo animals. I mean, yeah. this is this is tragically sad. We have we have not said this on the air before. Um, I'm trying to get to Venezuela. I'm trying to get aid to Venezuela. Can't be done. Yeah, they make can't it be done. I mean, it is. This country is so. It's the people are starving to death and the leadership of the country are so immoral. They don't care. I mean, it is. Let them eat cake. Mm -hmm. He's eating a steak. Let him eat cake. What? What? There's plenty of cake here. No shame at all. Owen Benjamin did this YouTube video about uh, the American lefty, the Bernie supporter, trying to escape to the paradise of Venezuela. And he gets there and he notices that the, the border guard 
he doesn't have his guns on the horizon. He's got his guns facing the people, you know. Yeah. Got, and you see this in all of these failed, awful, left-wing, tyrannical governments. You can, you can tell their politics by which way the guns are pointing. I've, I've, I was in Cuba last year. That's uh, a slave island. It's, it's this awful oppression. And I, really, I know that the next time a socialist runs, Cynthia Nixon, Alexandria Cortez, they're going to say, but that, that wasn't true socialism. But I, I sure would love to find that fantasy true socialism at some <laughs> yeah. point. I've never seen well, it. Well, Kim Kardashian liked the fact when she was down there the first time. I think it was Kim. It was one of the Kardashians yeah. said. Chloe, I think. Chloe. That she really liked it because they, she liked the way they kept all the old cars. It was so quaint. Like, <laughs> like, like, they kept them. It's like, you know, we're, we're going to keep them because we think it's a neat tourist thing. I heard this from Americans down there. They said, oh, isn't that so nice? They don't need air conditioner. Yeah. So I, I, th I think the verb you're using is a little wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they don't need it. How nice. Okay, so really quick before we go to break, what ultimately happens in Venezuela? I mean, they're... How does it how does how does it work? You know, they've, they've hit rock bottom, right? Well, they always say it's it's darkest until it goes pitch black, and uh, so it, I don't know if they've hit rock bottom. I would have thought they hit rock bottom two years ago. I don't ago. think so. It goes on and on and on un until there is a political revolt, but I don't know when that'll happen. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. In case you didn't hear earlier, uh, Glenn's book is out today, finally, right, Addicted finally. to Outrage. He's actually sitting here reading it. No, right I'm, now I'm just looking. Uh, okay, so the cover was printed in the USA. Mm. Um, but if you look in the front, and I and I had to push hard for this, but you'll see in the front that uh, the actual book was printed in uh, North Korea. <laughs> it's a great, really? Oh, yeah. Good choice. Oh. Yeah, so I thought we could go with China, but I thought, well, you know what? Yeah. We get it cheaper right. with real slaves. They pressed each paper with their feet. Wow. Which was, which was nice. Each hey. page. Wow, what wow. a story. Oh. We will, uh, we'll see you guys in overtime. That's impressive. Negotiations yeah. Yeah. already thank you for that. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. The Kavanaugh Circus continues. Uh, so apparently it's okay to completely ruin someone's reputation mm -hmm. based off of just uh, ink on a piece of paper at this point because the accuser is now saying that she will not show up for the hearings. She will not speak to anything. She has spoken, and it's, uh, it's now Kavanaugh's oh responsibility She's to... She's unloaded so much evidence in this case. How can she do any more in yes. a hearing? It's That's true. I mean, there's just nothing left to say. There's not one detail to be filled in. Wow, so. she is not going to testify. I'm she, I'm that was the latest. Color me shocked. <laughs> that's what she said. How can you possibly t look? I, every we all know if someone makes an accusation that's serious, and you got to take it seriously. But when it, this is something where it is, the timing is so completely ridiculous. Yeah. There's just it, there's just no there's no reason not to be incredibly skeptical of a claim like this. And you know, you, you look at this and you, you think. You almost have to ask, is it, you ask, someone who believes this, you have to ask them, is there, is there a possibility that any man could be innocent of abusing women in their lives? And you'd think most people would probably say, yeah, of course, some 
men could be innocent. But I'm not sure that's even true. I'm not even right. sure they even believe that. But if at this point, if, if, if I guess their answer would be, well, yeah, if you don't get accused. Well, that's just setting up a, an incentive for people to accuse people of things they didn't do. Yep. And if you can derail the Supreme Court over something like this, it is setting out an incredible message. You know, forget about this, this country. I am so sick of everything revolving around politics. Forget about the frickin' Supreme Court. How about the average person? You, you, me, yeah. you. Yes. Do, does anyone think this is a good precedent to right. send? No. Th to set where we're saying, just make an accusation, mm -hmm. you don't have to have any proof, and you'll be known as a rapist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what a gentleman said to me, uh, you know, that these were credible accusations that should be taken seriously, and I said, so if this is a credible accusation, you need to know that at any point in time, someone can destroy your entire career just because they say something. That's feel, all that this is. I feel like I'm in Princess Bride. So you keep using that word credible. Yes. I don't yes. think it means, because it, yes. you know, I'm not even saying the woman is lying. I don't know if she's lying. She could be lying. We don't have enough to know. Maybe she's telling the truth. Maybe she, 30 years, 36 years down the line, memories change as yes. memories are wont to do. But what I do know is the allegations are not credible. Right. They're not credible. The timing, the time elapsed after the hearings, just before he, right after he couldn't defend himself, the, the FBI dismissed it, the Democrats sat on it. All of these facts conspire. They come together, and it means that those even if something like this happened, something vaguely resembling it, the allegation is not credible. That seems, that seems obvious to me. And it seems now worse if she's not going to come and, and talk about it. I mean, because really, this seemed like a Hail Mary where they're going to say, okay, if we delay this, maybe something will happen. Maybe somebody else will come forward with something. Who knows? Uh, and the... The bet was, hey, you put them both up there, maybe Kavanaugh stumbles. Maybe he phrases something. He does a binders full of woman, women type of comment, and they can take it out of context and run ads. Maybe, maybe he's sweaty. Maybe, he, you know, she looks really credible and cries. You know, the, the, the saddest thing about this is the Democrats are rooting for a woman who, to have gone through an assault. Right. They, they, they want her to have experienced this, whether it's true or not. They are hoping and praying that this woman got assaulted. Which is like, it's so bonkers insane that the Me Too movement is now on the, in the business of advocating for past assaults. But it, it, it's, it's a terrible, terrible precedent to set. And there's just, at this point, there's no, as you point it, the, the, it's just not a credible allegation. Who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe something happened. But man, I, I mean, if we were all honest with ourselves, and I, even the left, the left doesn't believe this. They only see it as a tactic to get right. past this, right. yes. to, get, to get Kavanaugh out of there. It's the only thing they're taking out of this, and that's, that's, that's incredibly distasteful. Yeah. I even saw Chris Hayes make a comment that, you know, when people were saying you can't ruin a man's life based on unfounded accusations, and he said, it's not going to ruin his life. If, if it's going to ruin his life, then you could say Merrick Garland's life is ruined just because. Oh, yeah, because like. That was a no big part one of that. accused him, him of <laughs> No one accused him well, of anything. Merrick Garland's like a saint in this country now. You're just no. saying his name and you have to like bow down on your knees. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Merrick of the blessed postponement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Merrick Garland, it's a little bit different than being called a rapist. And by the way, I mean, look how this is dealt. You know, Clarence Thomas has dealt with this for a really long time. He's one of our, you know, I maybe would argue our best Supreme Court justice of the past, you know, few decades. Uh, and, uh, you know, he has dealt with this the entire time. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that at least you had the woman there saying that it happened relatively recently right. and could describe some of the things that she said happened, whether they were true or not. Right. This is not even in the realm of Anita Hill. My, my first thought when I saw the accusation was, imagine being so squeaky clean 
that the best they've got on you is an, a changed story accusation from 36 years ago, unsubstantiable, made five seconds. Imagine you. I wish I were that clean. When you were 17, by the way. When you were 17. Wait, wait, wait. That, you're that clean. Remember, the accusation, the worst they had on Mitt Romney was that he put his dog on top of his car <laughs> to bring it on vacation. Yeah. To bring on vacation. It's like, well, geez, that that. Monster. And monster. they said he was the Antichrist who was going to yeah. destroy. Shut up. Yeah, right. Just right. shut up. Right. Uh, can we have a little bit of conspiracy theory talk? Mm. 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 Sunspots? Yes. Oh, yeah, I love the this. Sunspot Solar Observatory. Yeah. They just closed it without warning, right? There were Blackhawks. And they, uh, all of the people who live there were told to evacuate. Okay. What really happened, Glenn? Well, well, I have no idea what happened, but I can tell you that I don't, it doesn't make sense what they said happened, that they were watching somebody and they didn't tell anybody because they, they didn't want the word to get out. So the person they were watching would run. You sent Black Hawk helicopters in. <laughs> I mean, that's not subtle. No. <laughs> you know, so I'm, sure, I'm sure that guy's like, you know, if he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing, that might have been a tip off there on you. That and the, you know, Carl Malden FBI cars just screeching in. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, get out. FBI says, get out. So everybody leaves. Um, it's closed. Everybody's gone. They they issue this statement that's supposed to make us feel better. And I'm rooting for aliens. I would feel better if we're like, hey, we've got three-headed aliens coming our way. They'll be here in a week. I would feel better. Because the thing that's supposed to make us feel better is that they were monitoring somebody that was so dangerous, they had to get everybody out of there, um, including the neighbors, Okay. Nearby residents. Or yes. Nearby yeah. residents. Yeah. They'll be returning soon. So you've had nearby residents had to evacuate their home for now, probably it will be two weeks by the time they come back. Yeah. What was this guy going to do? My guess is it's a Chinese or a Russian that, you know, hacked onto the, the tower. Uh, and was riding our backbone mm -hmm. uh, of, of some sort. I, I mean, that's what's going around. That one seems kind of logical, but it's just weird, really weird. Yeah, you got any guesses, too? I think it was, uh, they uh, discovered a picture of Donald Trump's, um, mm -hmm. and they just wanted to evacuate. Yeah, I, can, can you, <laughs> I want you to take the, take, take the camera. The this, uh, I believe, is the actual no. representation oh, of what no. Donald Trump thinks. Oh, no. Right here. Can Come you, on. Go ahead. Can right you, here. Can you get that? This is what... Uh, Warning. You will not be able Donald to see this. Donald Trump thinks. Oh. It looks like there it is. Right there. That, no. that's, that's what he thinks. That. Come on. You know that's what he thinks it looks like. I wish I could disagree with you. Yeah. I, I know you're right on this. I... I think I'm just going to move on. Okay. Right. Uh, so Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, too. Mm -hmm. Democrats um, are really smart and they always learn lessons from past failures. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, Hillary Clinton's uh, comment about deplorables worked out really well for her. <laughs> that went that went swimmingly. Uh, and uh, she, as you know, is now the president of the United States. So they're looking <laughs> to try to replicate this. And Joe Biden is, of course, you know, he can take any mistake and make it five or six times as bad. So, and it's it's tough because he is a longtime plagiarist. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. copying Hillary's moment. It's a great point. Let's watch the video. This time, they, not you, have an ally in the White House. This time, they have an ally. They're a small percentage of the American people, virulent people. I don't know, a bigger percentage than some you of them, have. the dregs of society. Nope. And instead of using 
the full might of the executive branch to secure justice, dignity, safety for all, the president uses the White House as a literal, literal bully pulpit. Mm. He's calling Trump voters they're the dregs of society. And you just think yeah. that maybe you... What? Which I am. I mean, I fully admit to that. I'm not, you know. You know. Like, uh, yeah. The dregs of society, I mean, look, of course there were Trump voters who were some, the dregs of society, as there were Hillary voters, as there were every, every they were in every group. The dregs of society, if, uh, you know, like, the, they have to be somewhere. They're in society. That's right. Like, so, um, you know, it's an obvious point. It's a really dumb one for them to make, however, uh, because, uh, you know, this is not something that people enjoy. They don't like being called that. Well, exception of you. Right. That's right. Yeah, that I out. kind of own up yeah, to yeah. it. At least. <laughs> Again, I go back to our dinner that we had last night with an unknown person who is not on. And, and for quite a few minutes, he went off on. That's not good strategy. Not, not on him, just on Hillary Clinton. You cannot say half of the country <laughs> is horrible. <laughs> it won't work. You're not going to get Even if you think it. You, you, think you can't it. say it. Yeah. I'd also like to point out, you know, Donald Trump, he makes fun of Jim Acosta. And we all say, oh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. I mean, the left treats this as though it is the end of the world. And then the former vice president calls half the country the dregs of society. John Kerry says that uh, Trump is like an eight-year-old boy and a teenage girl. Ha ha ha! They all are spewing all uh, Hillary Clinton, irredeemable and deplorable. Well, why don't they get the reaction? What What if Donald Trump said exactly those words? It would be banner news, and yet uh, Joe Biden he gets applause at his nice uh, human rights campaign. They're doing gala. They're doing their part to save humanity. That's right. Yeah, that's what it is. We're on the good team, and we're on the bad team. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's and that's, right. and that's and what they have the power to. over the culture much more than we do. Yes, yeah. and the media. Uh, so the Emmys were on. I'm sure were none they? of you. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. none of you watched them, right? Yeah. So they, of course, they were very political. Uh, they talked about the importance of having um, all kinds of races represented, uh, although it didn't look to be that way in who won the awards. Uh, and you know, I'm so tired of them lecturing to the rest of us. Shut up. Yes. Fix your own house. Shut. Especially after up. this year, right? I mean, like everyone, they they can't. No movies are coming out because all of their directors are in prison, <laughs> or at least on the way. <laughs> I mean, like at this point, this is not the year to preach to us about values mm -hmm. that you supposedly have. Yeah. I mean, uh, how many how many times do they have to? They're like recasting roles. They have to remake movies. They're killing off actors. <laughs> like I, they they have to do. I mean, you know, Kevin Spacey is is, is now just a tombstone in this series <laughs> that he built. Yeah. Like you can't. This is not the year to preach to us about your values. Well, so they made sure to poke fun at Republicans and people who believe in God. Uh, there was even an, an acceptance speech that included, I don't believe in God, but I'll thank her anyway. Uh, I believe Ooh, was. Yes, Ooh, that's brave. Yeah. Creative. Do you get it? And But so shockingly, all of this is going on and the ratings hit an all time low. Mm. Mm. Why that is. It doesn't add up. Coincidence, Michael? That's so, it's such a strange coincidence. I must say, though, uh, you know, obviously there were so many stupid lines of the night. There was that one that I saw where one of the hosts said, the only white people who thank God in their acceptance speeches are Republicans and ex-crackheads. Show me the lie. Show me the lie. I, don't, is that, I mean, I don't see a lot of, yeah, that seems fair enough. Yeah, you're fine with being categorized. Yeah, I, yeah which one? I don't know. But you don't see a whole lot of Democrat white guys getting up and talking about their profound love of uh, the Lord. Yeah, but, you know, how, how dare us say that they don't have a relationship with God? <laughs>
<laughs> no, how dare us? They voted three times to keep him out. <laughs> they booed uh, which him. Which is really a weird number to be doing that, <laughs> denying God three times. But uh, uh, There's historical precedent. There for that, is. Yeah. There is. There is one other case of that. It didn't work out well. I'm but not a history uh, buff. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it's it's crazy. And then they they try to tell us like like they want to. Like they, like they want to own it. They want to say, no, we are God believers. At the same time, they despise God believers. Let it go. One or the other. Yeah. Pick a lane. The other. It's oh, yeah. either important or it's not. Yeah. You see it after whatever tragedy goes on and the thoughts and the prayers go out and then they just get mocked by everyone on the left who think prayers are meaningless. It's a meaningless gesture to them. So I've been thinking uh, the whole time I've been sitting here, um, we could continue to talk about all this crap. Or I could just go out, we could all go out to some restaurant, and I can eat so much that this button is the button that needs to button my shirts. You know, and it will look right. It will look proportional. You know, I think I'm going to go for it. Yep. I'm going to go for it. That okay. sounds about right. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's where we're going. Uh, really quickly before we go, the poll of the day. Did you actually watch the Emmys last night? We're counting on you, Blaze audience. We are counting on you. To, 100% uh, yes, no. No. 100%. 100%. Please. All right. Michael, thank you. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Really shouldn't take what we'll see you guys do. tomorrow. There's people that would teach you well. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to play stop this work. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.